It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. Is that your Iron Man t-shirt? Uh, the, uh, the, um, Ferris wheel. Oh, Ferris wheel. Okay. I thought it was Iron Man, but. No, it's, it's a whole. You no, know, iron. It is iron. Yeah, but it's, it's F-E in, in Latin because it's a the Ferris is Latin for iron. Hmm. You know why tungsten is is a big W on the periodic table? Why? Because it used to be called Wolfram. <laughs> I don't know. Just, that's the. I, know. I, I, th- I thought you had a good joke or something. No, no, no. Joke. Just it like set up. No, no. Just that's the periodic. You know, the symbols that they use. They have meetings. It's not just random letters that just pick them, right? Wolfram. Wolf. Wolfram. Wolfram. Yeah. Wolfram. Huh. What else? What do you what is your favorite element on the periodic table? Do you have a favorite? Gold? I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love that one? That's a pretty good one. See, I knew you were a capitalist. Uh, I guess <laughs> I've, race, been reading, I've been reading a lot of um and watching a lot of YouTube um on like about communism. I think I might be a communist, Walter. <laughs> Well, so were the Smurfs, and so was Star Trek. I mean, you know, like, I mean, any any good, basic, decent person is, I think. But the problem is, it doesn't actually work. It's a great theory. Everybody Why doesn't you know, it work on paper. It's great. Everybody works and everybody eats, right? And there's mm-hmm. nobody works too hard, and nobody gets too much food. You know, there's no fat people, and there's no skinny people. Nobody starved, and everybody works. But not everybody wants to work. You know, and not everyone considers the work that they do to be valid, you know, or to be as equal value to other people's work. So you have like political fat cats, you know, like you're the mayor of your town. Is he going to make the same amount of money or get the same amount of food as, as your local dishwashers? You know, who's working harder? You know, what's what's valid? Who gets to have a bigger house? There's all these jobs that need to get done. You know, like nobody wants to be the garbage man. But, you know, every garbage man that I actually know has a pretty nice house. You know, they're pretty they're doing all right. You know, <laughs> it's not a bad mm-hmm. living, but I mean, it's a shit job, but it's like nobody wants to do it. So it pays a little bit better, but not, you know, not a lot better. Not as much as, you know, a, a doctor. Well, a doctor goes to school for a lot longer than a garbage they man. They do, and they also pay for that school for a lot longer. Like That's true. Every You're doctor right. you know is mired Still, in debt. Yeah, yeah. They're making those payments. I mean, MRI machines, you go to get an MRI and you're like, wow, why did that cost me $600? Well, because that MRI machine cost that hospital a couple million. You know what I mean? Like, it's not. And this is another reason why we need healthcare for all. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I, I don't, I think that it's, I think it should, I, I'm sorry. I'm really well, starting I mean, to, I'm really starting to. More socialism. Socialism is like, you know, everyone works and, you know, you get what you, you know, what you work for. But everyone gets things like healthcare. You all get to use the roads. All the children get to eat. Everyone gets to have school. Everyone has the same opportunities. 
but there's still room for advancement. I mean, that's the thing that like, a lot of like, these staunch Republicans and these greedy assholes are all against socialism because they don't believe that you can have a capitalist socialist kind of you know amalgamation. They don't believe that's possible, but it totally is. I mean, you know, they're doing great over in you know Sweden wherever you know people have really nice houses and people live you know in little shacks and but everybody and i think that everybody should have have the right to have a place to live too yeah i don't know having like huge blocks of cities with like empty apartments empty condos like empty everything and huge like strip malls that are just vacant yeah like all of these buildings and places that could be used i don't know and i mean you know the capitalist left say you know that we're so much more superior to the to the communists and you look over at communist china and they did the same thing they have whole towns that they've built have you heard about these things you go online and look them up like you can see like these huge like like condos and like these huge uh building um housing installations like these you know they're they're giant and they would house like an entire city but no one can afford to live in them and they're just like outside of like the major cities Mm-hmm. So, you know, kids go there and kind of screw around and like you know vandalize them and stuff because no one can go there and no one can live there so it's just like it's weird but we're doing it here too <clears throat> or whatever <laughs> so on the cusp of of our the fourth of july we're here and america's birthday which i always thought america day the super bowl was more of an america day holiday america day. Yeah. yeah but <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, Fourth of July has not really meant anything to me in decades, and I feel no. The well, just Fourth of July. Sorry, I switched my headphones. They were in the wrong ears. <laughs> Is that why you could, were you hearing yourself backwards or something? Was it? No, it's just they didn't they didn't fit right. Like they're, they're yeah. curved a little bit. Like they actually have mm-hmm. a left and right ear on them, which is new to me. So, I, sorry. Oh, you saying you haven't considered what in years? Fourth of July. Fourth of July celebrations. Yeah, it's obnoxious. It's just traffic and blowing up stuff, scaring dogs and and veterans, right? Right. Um, scaring people with PTSD. And I know that when I worked at the at the Eldorado Kitchen downtown, it was terrible because they would have all the. And I don't think they're having fireworks in downtown Sonoma this year. They're not. They're not. No. Um, but they would just storm the gates to use the bathroom. They would just like. Push that the fireworks in. would be over and everybody would try to like, well, first you'd have dinner out for everyone. And then as soon as the fireworks started, everybody got up from their table and either you could put all the plates on the table for people who weren't there and they would be ice cold by the time they got back or you have to hold the entire kitchen until people sat back down. Right. It was totally or, miserable. Or they just finished their apps and their drinks and then they never came back. Well, that too. Yeah. And so like we did that and then at the very end, they all tried to like, they did, they came in and they used our bathrooms and they destroyed them. So it was like mm-hmm. a horde of people who needed to piss and shit. It's, it's the locals that do that. <laughs> yes. Well, th- those are the people that are there. And um, and so the next year, we just locked the doors as soon as the fireworks were done. And everybody was like, let us in. And we're like, nope, we're, we're closed. Nope, we're done. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Um, Trash somebody you- else's bathroom. Do you ever remember like the Fourth of July being like a thing as a kid? Like I even vaguely, I don't have any like heavy, strong like sentimental memories about like fireworks even being excited past the age yeah, I mean, of six. 
maybe. I don't know. Did I lose you there? No, you're back. Sorry about that. Um, at an incoming call, I guess that just takes precedent over whatever the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, but it yeah. is a phone. When I, yeah, it is a phone. <laughs> when I was a little kid, I don't know if you remember M Stadium in Eugene? I've been there once, I think. Yeah. Because it was, they just tore it down a couple of years ago. Like, it's gone. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-mm. Kind of sad. Put but, some uh, condos I, up? Yep. What? Put some condos up? Nothing yet. No, they don't have, nobody has money or permission. Like, <laughs> you have to, like, get zoning and, you know, like, you have to ask the city and the councils and all this stuff to, to build stuff. And nobody, nobody's giving any permission to build anything. And nobody has any money to build anything anyway. So they're mm. just tearing stuff down. But when I was a little kid, the big thing on 4th of July was, Either you go to the barbecue, you barbecue, you know, in your neighborhood, you go out into the street and you light your little fireworks on fire, or you go to the game, you go to the M's game, and after the end of the M's game, they do the fireworks show, mm-hmm. you know? But then I guess that, you know, giant wooden structure didn't survive. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't, what? What was that sound? You got bubble uh-huh. wrap in your ears? There might be some bubble wrap in my ears. Um, But no, man, I just, I guess I just haven't been excited. And I guess I haven't had a feeling of strong um, patriotism in my adult life. Was it a strong sense of patriotism on 4th of July when you were a little kid? Or were you just excited about fireworks? And maybe you grew out of that. Yeah. I think that might be it. I mean... I think it's okay that you're not that excited about Washington's birthday and baking cherry pies or mm -hmm. 4th of July, you know, setting stuff on fire, you know. Like, we grow up a little bit. I mean, Halloween is no big deal to me, but... When are you going to grow out of that? Never. Never. I mean, I don't, I don't trick or treat. I'm not like a creep, you know. Like, <laughs> you just like to get dressed up and be yeah, somebody and like, else. But with other adults, you know, we got you dress up, and it's kind of a fun competition to see who, what kind of clever costumes people come up with, and mm-hmm. it's like a, the kind of the craft, craftsmanship of making your costume, and you know. So you won't I be got, getting like, dressed up like Uncle Sam for this Fourth of July or anything like that. No, I think those days are behind me. <laughs> if they were, if they were ever not behind me, I don't know. That was never my shtick. But what you you're gonna say something? You've got a costume working on right there. Or? Well, I think we've talked about this. Cobra Commander's all ready to go this year. Okay. It took, me, oh. it took me a long time to get it. But so you, what about that coat you were trying to bleach in that bucket? I, I finally well, I got rid of that. That was yeah. It turned out to be it was too high uh, polyester blend, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't bleach out. Like it's too impervious to bleaching. Mm-hmm. And then also the the dye that I got was for cotton clothing, so it, then the dye wouldn't take. So it really, it was just a fucking mess. But but I got the coat, like I got this coat that works really nicely. It's like a steampunk kind of high collared blue, double breasted. I don't know. It's crazy, crazy looking. I like and it. And Cobra Commander just had a silver head, right? No, no, no. That was Destro. Okay. What Destro, does Cobra was Commander Destro. wear? He's got the silver face and like a blue kind of oh yeah German helmet. Yeah, he's got a silver face like it's like it's a it's a smooth. Yeah. So he was wearing a mask before it was cool. Before right. He... Right. <laughs> Decades before. So you'll your 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 costume will be COVID. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I'll be ready. You'll be ready. <laughs> um. So. so 
I don't know if you've been reading the news. I don't know if you read the news daily, if you read coronavirus news or any kind of news daily. What happened? Get <laughs> it out. Um, well, they have had to backtrack in uh, parts of Texas and parts of Florida where they had to California close. Too. And, and California, yes, we are. I think our area is so spread out that it, things have not they have not collected here. But yeah, L.A., L.A. Oh, County, That's what I heard, yeah. Santa Barbara, Ventura, a uh, few other places in Texas and in Florida because it's in Arizona because it's gotten so fucking rampant because of the openings and because and mostly it's people going to fucking nightclubs man mm-hmm. it's people who are like like oh we can finally go to the fucking nightclub and so what florida did was they said well we're not going to close the nightclubs but you can't serve alcohol anymore and i'm like who the fuck wants to be in a nightclub and not be drinking why would you ever go there sober well, I don't know if you remember this, but every night when we worked in the nightclubs, it was like we close, you know, we turn mm-hmm. up the lights, we do last call, we cut them all off, we close mm-hmm. them out. We're yep. like, nope, you can't have anything else to drink. The lights are all on now. The music is turned off and they would not leave. They didn't they want to go home. They didn't want to go. And it's just like, there's nothing left for you here, but they don't care. Now there's even the threat of threat of death. They've kind of, you know, <laughs> kept it in there. And it's still Jesus. not deterring them from just being around each other. Look <clears throat> Axe body spray is just so enticing. Like it's just, is it? I don't well, know. A mixture of the, the cheap Chanel knockoff perfume and then the guy's deodorant and the Axe body spray is so nasty. Pheromones. It's like a big soup. Oh Walk my God. You remember the smell? It was horrid. I just, I can't believe that I wasn't more concerned about fucking germs before all this. Yeah. You were right all along, Walter. Yeah, humans are disgusting. (laughs) So I just, I just thought it was funny. And then somebody was telling me, oh, well, part of what they can do or they have done is where if 51% of your food, your sales are from food, you can be open. So Mm -hmm. like, what I don't know, nightclubs are going to sell Jaeger bombs for for dinner, or you know, I mean, reappropriate how they ring it in. Well, I think it was George G.W. I think it was one of the Bushes uh, made it so that ketchup is considered a vegetable, right? Oh Jesus! So like for like school lunches and stuff. So when they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to give the kids, you know, chicken fingers or whatever and ketchup, then now they have a vegetable on the plate, and we can just call it square. Which ketchup is just corn syrup and vinegar and red dye number five. One tomato per, it's like a part per million, right? It's like. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I just couldn't radiant. believe that the fucking, these people can't stay out of the nightclubs. I mean, I get it. I'm like, but I understand why bars exist and I understand the social aspect of it. But like, they just couldn't. Fucking, I mean, you. I don't think you can have a bar in social distance. I mean, you'll find out tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. My sister wrote something funny on Facebook the other day. She was. It was something about uh, some along the lines of, um, I guess we can't say avoiding something like the plague anymore because now we've decided humans don't actually do that. Jesus. Like, we don't. We don't avoid anything <laughs> like the plague. We we seek it out and argue about its very existence. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm just so. I don't want to get too 
too down on it, but like I feel like the last three or four months is for nothing. Like we started all over and now it's fucking just exploding everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And like all of this was for nothing. Well, it's adapted itself and it keeps um, changing. I think they said there's something like 12 strains out there now. Who said that? Tasha. I don't know. Oh. She was talking to somebody, I guess she was talking to her doctor because she was having some stomach issues. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, you might want to get tested for the COVID again. Because she got tested a couple weeks ago and she was negative. And, then, and she's like, oh, no, it's just a stomach thing. And they're like, yeah, that's like a new symptom now. Like that's something that it's doing. Like it's changed. Like there's a new strain running around. So it's from her doctor to her. Hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. <clears throat> How many coronavirus strains are there? Um, I'm reading on WebMD. Is that a bad thing? No. I mean, <laughs> unless you like being scared, yeah, do it. I don't know. Um, I guess there's a few strains, but I don't know why viruses change. I haven't done my research here, guys, so that's my apologies, and I get keep getting pop-ups. So... Whether there's one or there's 12, I mean, still, we need to avoid it like the plague, and we're not doing that. No. Put your masks on. Don't shake each other's hands anymore. No. Avoid, avoid, you know, enclosed spaces with each other. It was kind of cool, like, a few weeks ago when, like, a lot of the, most of the bars and restaurants all had outside seating. It was just kind of like, like, Steiner's, you know, the local Mm -hmm. dive tavern. They had tables, like, out in that alleyway, and they're just like, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. You can come. You just have to stay outside. Like this is actually better. Like it's really nice out. So it's like a like a European plaza almost feeling. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> well, I think the reason people didn't do that before is because America, and at least my understanding, my few my few experiences in America in like zoning and ordinance is that there's so much bullshit with the city about where you can put a table and mm-hmm. where your property lines are and all this bullshit, so that you can't actually do these things. And now these things these these ordinances are just being ignored so that people can actually try to make a living. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, a lot of that that goes along with that. Yeah. The city ordinances where you can put tables and stuff, but the, a big part of it is children being exposed to alcohol, you know, like bars and restaurants can't mm-hmm. have, you know, they can't, you can't let children see, right. What we're doing. We just have to wait until daddy comes home from the bar to let children see what happens. I mean, exactly. come on, man. Or, or if there's a restaurant <laughs> attached then they can walk past the bar on their way to the restaurant. Like, God forbid, some guy is just sitting ponied up at your bar, you know, drinking himself to death, vomiting in his own beer, you know. That your child should see that? Yeah, <clears throat> that's what they're trying to protect them with. But then they give them televisions and internet, and, you know, which they can watch each other, like, get killed. But God forbid they see any lovemaking, right? Nobody's allowed to kiss or screw. No. Can't have any naked parts. God no. forbid anyone sees, you know... A thigh or a, you know, a breast. A nipple. Yeah. A nipple. I just don't, I just think that it's great. Men's nipples are okay, but right. Right. So, well, I think it's great that we can just put tables wherever and people are just posting up things and the, all the county is just kind of looking the other way. Yeah. And the only reason they would, they would shit on them is to make money, like to find them or, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. not, it's not a good system for anybody. No. I mean, I don't. Corrupt. It's inherently corrupt, saying, you know, like, basically creating crime 
and basing it on a fine, like fines. Like, yeah, it's like rich people just drive as fast as they want. If they do get caught, they just pay. It's like, fine, here's your $800, you know, speeding ticket. I don't give a shit. I'm driving a Lamborghini, you know? I don't even know what $800 looks like. You take a check officer, you know, they don't give a shit. But poor mm-hmm. people, you know, we're the ones that get stuck with it, fines, and then we have to go to the DMV and, you know, all that crap. Yeah. Did you ever go to the DMV? I didn't. No, I still need okay. to. Do that. I have till October, so. I'm good. Okay. All right. Because I, I'm curious about your experience. I told you to just go to the Petaluma one, right? I think that's what you said. Yeah. Don't go to Napa or Santa Rosa. It's a mess. Yeah. No, and I I, I went through the Petaluma online and did like yeah. all the paperwork, and like I took the pictures of the paperwork and sent them the paperwork. So when I come in with the paperwork, they're already gonna have it all lined up. I don't have an appointment, but it's all streamlined. So like I right. walk in and say. This yep. is my name. This is what I'm doing here. You know, shuffle off to Buffalo. <laughs> what the fuck is shuffle off to Buffalo? What do you mean? What is, I don't know what that means. It's just a, a way for me not to swear. Here's your oh, paperwork. Is, I don't know. When you're, when you're, uh, when you're around the kids, you shuffle off yeah. to Buffalo. Yeah, shuffle off to Buffalo. Shut the front door. <clears throat> but I mean, everybody's putting tables outside. Like, there's no other way to have business, right? And I think it's great. And you can see, like, so speaking of things that children shouldn't see. Um, okay. So I went. Doesn't really to, go anywhere. <clears throat> well, so this is gonna. So for anybody, yeah, this next little bit is kind of disgusting. And um, didn't see that coming. <laughs> so I was hiking today. I did a, just a short little hike. And, um, I, after what I saw, I, (laughs) I don't know how to tell the story, the best way to tell the story. Um, but I came across these two vultures or buzzards and I couldn't see what they had. I just saw the two of them and I got a little bit closer and one of them flew away. Don't say the human baby, please don't (laughs) say the human baby. And then I got a little bit closer and I still, because it was shaded, it was covered, right? So thank God it wasn't in the sun. Um, and then the other one flew up, but didn't get fly too far. And I was, I was a little concerned, like, should I just run past in case the vulture tries to, like, it thinks I'm trying to get between it and its food? So it was a little deer, which was really sad. Uh-oh. And it wasn't oh, all. Oh, was this, you were running up uh, 12 over here by kind of by, um, oh, shoot, where was it? Was, it? it was up in Kenwood. Oh, okay, never mind. But I saw that one, too. The one over by Starling, kind of? Yes, and that was very yeah, sad. It was. That I was very that sad. Yeah, I don't know. this. So this little deer, and it had been there a while. And I don't know. This is really disgusting. Um, they had, like, the, the bugs and the vultures and stuff had eaten it from the asshole out. Yeah, and I, didn't you already talk about this? That's where they always start. Oh, yeah, we did, but it was like, I I had never seen it up close. Good. Yeah, you shouldn't. Why did you? (laughs) And I'm so glad that I had my, like, handkerchief mask, because it was, it smelled awful. It smelled so bad. And I just saw the asshole of the deer, and I was like, oh, God. And I heard all the flies, and I kind of just put my mask up and just kept going. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was really disturbing. Yeah. Like, they had eaten out the back. Yeah. Oh. Can you imagine like those vultures? They smell that, and they, it smells good to them. Like to them, it's like what you smell a, a when you smell a barbecue in the distance. You're like, hmm, somebody's barbecuing. That's what the vultures are thinking when they smell that rotten asshole. Just throwing that out so, there. 
It was so bad. So when I yeah. when I was coming back down, and you don't see a lot of people on these trails. Like these are not like this was up Sugarloaf Mountain, which I don't know if you know where it is, but it's up Ken Warden to the right. You know where Gott's roadside roadside is up there? No, I only know the one in Napa. Okay. Well, anyhow, so I saw Terrible this mom. Ketchup. This mom. Go on. <laughs> Terrible ketchup. I hate I hate Gott's ketchup. You heard that, Gots? You're on notice. You're on ketchup notice. Last time Walter said some shit about the ketchup, the place closed. Uh, <laughs> Coming for you, Gots. So I, I came across a mom and her two little kids, and they were hiking up one way. And so everybody puts their masks on, and we all kind of, you know, I make a, sort of a wide berth around the trail. And and I said, and just, but so we say hello, as people do on the trail, so they don't think you're a fucking sociopath or whatever. And I said, hey, um, just when you get up to the top of the hill there, I suggest you take the waterfall loop to the right and do not go to the left. There's a dead deer that the the vultures are are working on right now. And like, I don't think it's anything anybody should see. And I'm sorry I had to see it. And she's like, oh, my God, you saved you saved the day because these little kids were like <laughs> four, five. Oh, no, they're not that young, but they're like six and seven. And that deer was really close to the trail. Like you could not avoid it. Like it was not, it was not something. I didn't go out of my way to find out what it was. It was right there. Yeah, so you did a, did a good thing, buddy. <laughs> I just didn't want these kids to so see Bambi. Off the reality of the situation for a couple of years for those kids. <laughs> I mean, they'll be out there on their own and find it, but they get to be children for like two more years. Well, I did my part. I did my good deed for the day. But it was really fucking foul. It was really yeah. awful. Um, so another thing that is really popular on the Fourth of July is um, eating contests. Speaking of foul things, I've heard of this? I've now, yet to see one in person, but um, yeah, I've never seen it in person. I think around. Well, actually, I, yours. I went to yours. Oh God. The nug offs. Yeah. We have to talk off. about the nug offs. Yes. We can. We can. <laughs> So the, the a lot of the hot Nathan's hot dog eating contest is the most popular one in New Jersey or Coney Island or not, yeah Atlantic City one of the somewhere in there. Um, take your word for it. I've never heard of it. And it was popular like in 2002, which I think if you if you look back on the TV shows and the art and the music of like 2002, I think 9/11 really fucked this country up in a big way. Because you like, so? things, yeah, well, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a that was kind of a dark moment for us, Johnny. Oh, Nothing by you. Anyway, go on, go on with your theory. <laughs> I just remember like the hot late. dog eating contests being like on primetime television. Like there was this like this this like eating the world eating competition or something like that, and it was like on Fox at like eight o'clock at night. Like it was prime time, and I just remember thinking, like, is this real? Like this is this is fucking prime time. But also well, with the dog show, the Westminster Dog Show is like right in that slot too. Well, that's been going on for. Well, I guess I don't know. Maybe. So yes, I was involved. Judge your way. Uh, <laughs> I was involved in a, a chicken McNugget eating contest um, <laughs> with a man named Devin and a man named Matt, and I'm a big guy. But Devin was like a big, boxy, square, tall dude. And Matt was a really skinny, skinny, skinny guy. And it was Devin's idea. And I remember him saying, um, so I, I saw the Chicken McNuggets were on sale for five bucks for 20 piece, which was was a big deal. And so did I go through the drive-thru with you? How the fuck did we? I don't no, remember. I, I helped. I was, 
I pitched in money and I kind of helped organize like pulling the money. We gave, I think you and Schwabi went through the drive through. Maybe. Or maybe so, you and Hayward. I don't know. Maybe. So, so we, so we set this up at the bar that our friend worked at and we cleared out. It was like on an off night. It was like Tuesday night. And we put a table up on the stage where the bands we would play. <laughs> and the th- so we went to the drive through at McDonald's and we told the guy we needed 60, 60, 60, 60 times three. We needed, how much is that? 240? Why uh, am I? 180? I, yeah, I told him I needed 180 chicken McNuggets. And he's like, what? And I said, well, I need 60 for three people. We're having an eating competition. And it took like 25 minutes to get to fry all these nuggets, right? Not a lot of time. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> it, it, it almost sounds like a lot of time, but yeah, for that much food. I guess when you're thinking of fast food, but yeah. So so the the idea was we each get 60 nuggets. We each get, we, we had one hour. How many did and, you eat? Oh my God, I ate 41. Yeah. And I lost. I was I came in dead last. And what was the uh what was the what was the what were the stakes? What were you well, supposed to do being I don't the, know what the they shirt. I don't know what the other person won. And you still you you were still holding this deep seated resentment against me because, <laughs> because I didn't Well, it's not just because you didn't you welched on the bet for one. But it wasn't a bet with you. No, but it was it was a, a bet within the group. Like I pitched in money on the nugs. We all pitched in for the nugs, you know. I we don't remember exactly who pitched in on money for the nugs, but if you we say so. Spent, we were all we were all there. We all wanted to see it, and the deal was I don't know what the winner was going to get, but the loser was supposed to get Mick Loser tattooed on his ass. Mm-hmm. And you lost, and you refused to do it. You're just like, yeah, but I'm not doing it. But it's like, but that was the bet. But then not only that, you went to our our tattoo friend Jerry. And you got a different free tattoo that you wanted. So it's like, not only did you like welch on the bet, but you like took that loss and turned it into this weird win. But it's like, you didn't win. Like That's what, America, baby. Three, seven, seven. <laughs> yeah, you voting for Trump. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to say. And how do you know that I didn't get it? Just because I never showed you my butt. I have seen your ass many times. Did you get okay. it recently? No, no, no. And thank God I didn't get it. You're right. I welched on the bet and I fucking. But yeah, it wasn't a bet with me, but I, you know, I have, so I have siblings and I have issues with my brothers welching on bets and okay. I've tr- attempted to welch on bets and I've been called out on it and I had to, you know, I had to live up to my agreements. I've been held to the standard. And so when I see somebody getting away with shit like that, it gets my hackles up a little bit, Johnny. So this is this is more of a personal issue between you and uh, well, and your yeah. brothers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it, I think you nine dollars and fifty cents, but yeah. <laughs> well, and let's let's be clear here. It was five dollars for the twenty pack. So even at one hundred and eighty chicken McNuggets, that's only forty five dollars. Mm. So it wasn't a lot of money invested in this. So you didn't if you pitched in, you didn't lose a huge no. amount. No, you're I'm just you're I'd... just mad because I welched. Yeah. And then I and then I got a free tattoo on top anyway. of it. Yeah. Now that's again, that was yeah. Doesn't so, show a lot of character there, Johnny. I you're absolutely right. There there is nothing 
there was nothing character building about that event that night. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I would not suggest it to anyone. We're all worse people for being involved. We're all, yes. What's that line from Billy Madison where the guy, the game show host, and he's like, we're all you stupider? No point where you close to any kind of coherent thought, and we are all more dumb for having heard you. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> So yeah. I just remember sitting up there and thinking, like, well, maybe I'll dunk him in the water. But, like, it's not like bread where it absorbs it. Mm. It's just sort of like your water just becomes greasy from the nuggets. And so I was like, but once you start eating so many chicken nuggets, and I'm like, I won't have any sauce because I don't want to take up space in my stomach. All you end up tasting is the grease. There's no chicken flavor. There's no bread. I mean, there's really, well, let's be honest, chicken McNuggets without sauce don't taste like anything. They're disgusting. Yeah. They're I, fucking I'll, disgusting. I'll go with you there. <laughs> um, it's so at a certain we point in culinary school, they're actually more breading than chicken in there. I believe it. I, ratio. Uh, yeah. I I remember having to fight through my gag reflex a few times because you just like you're just keep your body's like telling you to stop this. Yeah, because there's there's okay, there's like almost no nutritional value. Mm-hmm. Right. You're just forcing basically styrofoam down your own throat and your body starts to see how little like what's happening. And it's like, no, like your stomach's like, I'm rejecting this. Your liver's like, I'm rejecting this. Your mind is even like, this is bad. I'm rejecting your gag reflexes, like your own mouth. Your all of your olfactories are involved with stopping you. And yet your fingers just keep pushing them down your throat. Yeah. It's... And I remember. Getting home that night, like, I couldn't even fathom the idea of having a drink afterwards. If there was beer or alcohol involved, like, it was like, no, thank you. I just want to go home now. Like, I was so, my stomach, you know, like when you flick a watermelon at the store? (laughs) That's what it sounded like. That's what it felt like. It was so huge. And so I seeing a lot of celebrating at the end of that particular event. <laughs> there like, was nothing to celebrate. Usually when we were done with our shenanigans, we would celebrate with like a lot of, you know, oh, too much drinking, some dancing, you know, mm-hmm. chasing girls around, bunk our heads on some stuff, you know, and No, yeah. I don't remember. I'll I remember going home. I remember I don't know if my mom called me, but I remember talking to her. I think she like maybe she called out of the blue or something. I don't know. But um but Instagram wasn't around back then. Oh, uh, yeah, she can be out there by now. I mean, that shit would still be out there. I think I've got a, I've got a few pictures. Yeah, I have a few snapshots. I should probably see if I can dig them up. I'll put them on the Instagram. There There's nothing. Go. It's just it's just us sitting around a table with fucking chicken McNuggets. Um, but <laughs> well, I felt so I sick. Put them on Instagram on the uh, gluten's not your problem Instagram. I will. If I find them, I'll look. But people, they'll know that we're not making this up. I mean, why would we? Why would we? Yeah. <laughs> But I was so disgusting and it hurt so bad, Walter. I came home and I laid on the floor because like I couldn't uh, I couldn't lay on my side in the bed because it like everything was just gurgling. It couldn't. I don't even think there was room to gurgle. It was 41 chicken McNuggets and the winner ate 48. The skinny guy won and he ate 48 in an hour. Which uh, doesn't sound like a lot because it's like maybe no. I mean, that's still a lot. That's like one every minute or one every minute and a half jesus christ so it's really awful and i mean the sauce didn't help near the end where you're like dipping it just to get a different flavor and then it's just 
<clears throat> I wouldn't suggest it to anyone. I don't think that. And there's a thing that like the reason why you can. Why you can either you have room for dessert or your mind thinks there's room for dessert after you eat too much is. And I don't know what the term is, but like when you change the flavor, it's something of like the novelty of it that mm -hmm. you're like. You're you're like oh I'll I'll make room because you're like oh instead of eating steak and potatoes and whatever now you're gonna have cake and ice cream. Well, there's yeah. also a chemical compound in the chicken <clears throat> nugget. Mm, probably I don't know. It's a component of the, of the fructose corn syrup compound whatever that I don't really know I have it somewhere in my phone I'll look it up uh, for next week but um it's this compound where you eat it and it tricks your brain into not knowing that it's full. So you eat you eat a McDonald's hamburger and you're like that should be like a normal amount a good amount of food for a person but then you're like you know what I could I could probably have another one or maybe I need an apple pie now <laughs> you know or, or a double large you know diet coke which again the diet coke does the same thing it's like it tricks you into thinking you still have room in your body for more fluid it's mm. so nasty yeah. So yeah, that was the that was the nug off. I like I said, I think that was around two thousand two thousand two, probably. I have no wow. idea. Bizarre. Hey, do you by chance remember the Malacca Med that uh, drink at Soraya Cafe Soraya? No, I never. I don't think I ever went there on a regular basis. What was it called? Cafe Soraya. The the drink. Yeah. The drink was called Malacca Med. Tangeray had come out with this uh, Malacca gin. And it was like a more of a sort of citrus uh, forward rather than juniper or uh, botanical. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a little lighter. And Albert, the uh, the bartender there, he was a that that guy. He was like before mixology was like a thing. He was like on top of the game. I don't know if you remember that guy. No, I never He's, went there. I mean, I've been. I maybe went there once. Well, Schwabi lived like underneath it, so we, you know. Mm -hmm. But um. But yeah, he had that drink called a Malacca Med, and I really, I wanted it. I was just thinking about it the other day for no reason at all. And I know, maybe Schwabi knows knows what he put in there. But it was like tea and gin. <clears throat> like, yeah, you think anyway. Steve knows about the drink from 15 years ago that you can't get off your mind? It might be 20 years ago, but yeah, <laughs> 20 years ago, <clears throat> 18. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why don't you? Uh, I'm sure Cafe Sarai's got it in a menu somewhere. Maybe they still have it. I don't um. Know. Albert's still alive. I mean, that guy. How old was he then? He was like my age back then, so he's got to be sixty now. It's so weird to think about. Fuck. You're gonna be sixty one day. Yeah, what the probably not. But thanks. I, I, I appreciate your <laughs> like your heads out there, buddy. So, how are you gonna celebrate the Fourth of July this year? Do will there be any? Going back to work tomorrow. Ten a.m. Ten a.m. Yeah, they got a. They want to do. They want to test me for things, take my temperature, and brief me on how we were gonna open. And they're giving. We're opening on the first, but they're giving me tomorrow to kind of re, like crack the bar back open again and rewash all my glassware. Because I've been I've been hassling them for weeks now about like, hey, you want to open, but I like I can't do it like on the day of. Like you got to give me time. There's a lot of juice involved, you know. Like I can't do it in an hour. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So no holiday celebration, no Fourth of July celebration. Not that I'm entirely excited about America this at this particular moment, at this particular juncture. I don't know that I've ever been terribly patriotic, and I don't say that. I mean, I I'm, I, I don't. I, mean, I I feel like I am a bit. I think you know, 
we have a lot of work to do. We're not we're not as great as we ever thought we were. That's true. I don't know that we were ever as great as we thought we were, but I mean, America was pretty amazing. You know, like I feel like fifties, forties, and fifties. You know, people are coming back from the war. You know, and the economy is kind of booming. It's like we had this huge upturn. Basically, so many people died, and there were just so many jobs. There was so much reconstruction Jesus. to do. There was so much. You know, the cost of living was so low, and and you know, it was just life was easier and cleaner and nicer. And they just, you know, they just figured out the polio vaccine, so people are starting to live longer again. And I don't know. It just seems like, yeah, Buddy Holly was, you know, hitting the top of the charts. I think think you're a little fucking deluded and your nostalgia is misguided, but I appreciate you where your heart is. I do. I appreciate where your heart is. Then the 60s hit and everyone started doing all those fucking drugs and the 70s, the drugs really started. And then the cocaine. That was like the 80s, but yeah. Yeah, then the cocaine and heroin 90s, right? I didn't know you were such a fucking narc. I didn't um, see it. Just telling you, you know. Well, I would just say to to any of our listeners, however you decide to celebrate your Fourth of July, I hope you do it safely. Don't eat too much. Don't fucking blow your fingers off. Yeah, that is a danger. I mean, it's gonna be bad enough. Yeah, just wear those masks and try not to blow your hands off. I guess. Wear your masks. Don't light anything on fire. Can we just skip that this year? We just stop. Especially not here, because it, we, this is the next problem we're, we're facing this summer in the dry season. We don't need fires right now. I no. still remember the last, that cup, that 2017. Ugh. Yeah. Seeing it over the ridge, like coming over the mountain. Yeah, it was fucking scary, man. And the whole town just being filled with smoke, that smell of like the whole town. Like those red sunsets, like the whole town is just red. Mm-hmm. I have some pictures. Yeah. Weird. So be safe, be well. Don't eat too many chicken McNuggets. Check us out on Instagram. We haven't done anything. When are you gonna do a new uh, cooking show, Walter? You got you gonna chef something oh. up? For Even the simplest thing. I would like to see. Uh, you know. I know. Well, the thing is, my house is really not presentable. I uh, I spent a couple weeks house sitting for a friend of mine, mm-hmm. you know, this lady friend that I was sort of seeing, mm-hmm. and we're very decidedly not seeing each other anymore. So it's not like there's no vagueness to it whatsoever anymore, mm-hmm. and it's not like a secret anymore. It just doesn't exist. And I'm just finding it difficult to really give a shit about, you know getting out of bed and cleaning. I mean, I don't really have anybody to impress and I don't know. My clothes are clean enough for me to go to work, you know? So I'm just going to go back to work and I don't know. <sighs> so no. I'll not be cooking in there for anyone's entertainment anytime soon, my friend. Well, I... All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Walter. That yeah, is what it is. Right? What do you want me to say? There's nothing to say. All right. I, don't, I'm not, I didn't want to lie to you. You know, I don't, you know, I'm. No, I appreciate that. I mean, I just, you, you I, seem I a little. I don't, I hate to see you feeling less than, than yourself. Yeah. Fine. 
you can't just run around in life feeling, you know, one way all the time. I mean, you got you know, your emotions are just as much of a muscle as the rest of your brain and, you know, your body, right? You got to got to watch a sad movie once in a while or watch a scary movie once in a while or read a good book, read a bad book. <laughs> read every book. Like, double dog dare you out there, America. To read a bad book? Pick, pick up a fucking book. I don't know any book. Any book. Somebody reading a book. I'm not I'm I'm at the point where I don't finish books if I don't like them. I'll yeah. give them a shot, but I don't get I like I'll go three chapters. I'll go like 20 pages. I think there was one somebody gave me and I was like 45 pages into this and I was like, "Fucking, why is this a chore every single day I try to open this book?" <laughs> right. I was like, "I'm not doing no, I this." I love Tom Robbins. Fucking, I just could not get through. Oh, yeah. I love so Tom like, Robbins. Like every time I picked it up I was like Ugh, lie cherry here we go like i do not give a fuck about these people like i couldn't mm-hmm. do it oh that's half asleep in frog pajamas right yeah yeah you didn't like that one i like that one see yeah. <clears throat> but i mean i just i'm not interested in like i used to i used to have this thing in me where i'd be like well i gotta finish it i don't want to leave a book unfinished and now i'm like there's i'm never going to read all the books that i want in my lifetime yes. oh yeah so, you grow out of <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm interested in reading the books I want to read. Yeah, my niece actually just started a book club. <laughs> She's really excited about it, and she got a little hurt because her sister uh, decided. So the deal is, you you pick out a book. You have to tell her what the book is, and then when you're finished reading a book, you just draw a picture, or just one picture, just kind of encapsulating your how you feel about the book, or like something mm-hmm. about, and you send it to her. And like that's that's the thing okay and so my other niece was like involved she's like okay i'll join your book club and she has like a little contract she made out that you're gonna do all these things and then my mm-hmm. niece the littler niece was like i don't want to draw a picture like i'm not i'm not gonna do this <laughs> so, then, <laughs> so then my older niece was like she got all super hurt she's like well i thought it would be fun you know like why you know why don't you just draw a picture like I, you know she's just kind of upset about that so I'm, I'm I'm joining the book club. My mom is joining the book club. So. What is the book that we're all reading to draw the picture of? Well, we don't all draw the same. Well, we don't all read the same book. But oh, so you just draw a picture of whatever you book you're read, at, having read a book, reading. Take a picture of it and then draw a picture and send it to her. And that's it. And anybody well, can I'm be. Gonna, a, what? This is a great idea, Walter. We should put this on the internet. Yeah, can we get What's a lot your, of people involved in my niece's thing. Yes. Let me get my sister's permission <laughs> before we get <laughs> the world involved in her life. And then, yeah, we'll post the, uh, like a website or some kind of thing. They can start sending her pictures of drawings. I think they'll probably go through my sister. And then she can, so, you know, to prevent Herbert from sending my niece gross pictures. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not interested in, you know, yeah, I would want everybody to be on the up and up and have it be something positive right. i don't want it but to be something on the internet it isn't on the up and up John. i don't know if you know this but <laughs> there's some hey. sick animals out there i guarantee it I, there have aren't. you been on facebook lately it is a bastion of well-read well-conceived comments by kind ah yeah <laughs> it's pretty great yeah so I just think that would be a cool idea. I'm just what do you what book are you reading right now? Are it's you called reading? a gentleman gentleman in Moscow? You still reading that shit? That was like that was I know. pre-quarantine. I, I'm still reading it, yes. I've okay. been busy. 
Like I said, I was house sitting and napping for a while, and got to water those plants. Yes. All right. Well, I just started the Art of Happiness by His uh, Holiness the Dalai Lama. Oh well, I guess you win then, huh? <laughs> hey everyone, John's a better person than me. I didn't say. I mean, I don't have up. anything to say about it. I it's been on the shelf for a while. And so in case anyone could hear the tone when you said "by the Dalai Lama," uh, <laughs> was it disgusting? Did it disgust it was, you? It was. Smugglers? It kind That's of made good. me a little, a little yeah. sick stomach. Good. <laughs> That's that was the point of that tone. Um, but no, it's one of these books that's been that I bought at a thrift store has been sitting on the shelf, and I like I think sometime last year I decided I'm not buying any more books, and that was one of the last ones. I'm just going to read the ones that are on the shelf because every yeah. time I go buy books, you know, and then I don't read them, and so. That's just the one I'm on now. Good. <laughs> so. Are we going to um, race? Wanna race? No, I don't think that's any fun. But I do like the idea of the, the picture book club. Yeah. It's a good one. Well, I'll, I'll send you something. Let me know. You might let have me... to sign a contract with an eight-year-old. Sure, I think everybody should. <laughs> that's the deal. Right. To sign her little contract that you're gonna, you know, do the things that you promised. Do the things. Doesn't thing cost money or anything, you know. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's great. Everybody can read a book and everybody can draw a picture. It doesn't have to be a piece of art. It can be a doodle. Right. right. You just write the name of the book on there and draw your little picture. Catch her in the rye, you know. Draw a little hunting cap. Is that what a catcher in the rye is? Did you not read Catcher in the Rye? I did. I just don't remember what the reference means. Well, he's always wearing his grandpa's catcher. Like, he was always wearing that hat. Father's uh, hunting cap. I don't know. Whatever. I just remember him being disaffected youth and me being, like, 16 and thinking, yeah, stick it to the man. Yeah. Phonies. <laughs> goddamn phonies. All right, Walter. Have a good 4th of July. I'm sure you I'll too, talk buddy. before then. Yeah. But, we'll check in. And uh, any comments on the uh, on the new microphone? You know, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, I, yes. Yes. Uh, Here's some audio on there. Yes. I need to get right. close to my face. Check, check. Am I louder now? <laughs> yes, you're louder It's now. John. Okay. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, John.